welcome back to Zenpod, my dear friends. In part two of our conversation with Sudha Raghunathan, we will delve into deeper aspects of her experience and her singing career. In part one, we spoke about Sudha's view on spirituality, her experience when music and spirituality interweave, Sudhaji's stage and performance experiences a project expressions espresso and how it came about starting with the name the challenges she faced and how she overcame the fact that she actually did not know quite a few of the guests personally her take on music and mind her fond memories at the tyagaraja aradhana festival and what draws her to the celebrations year after year for the last 3 decades sudhaji also gives her views on why do we latch on to and get attached to some songs being sung by specific eminent artists we also get to hear sudhaji singh mutte terupatti tirunagai song a very peppy number that will surely get your feet tapping and have you engrossed in her voice let's now jump into the conversation and enjoy ourselves for the next 40 minutes thank you how do you pack so much into a day tell us the secret how much do i pack i don't know how much i pack no i no <laughs> no how, how do you pack so much how do i pack yeah do how so do much. i pack is like how much i pack <laughs> <laughs> you do so much in a day i can list out five things so <laughs> yeah um, well i have a habit of uh, writing out what i need to do over a day oh nice Okay. Yeah, every day I right from the time that I start uh with my morning arm swings. You know, again I have to quote my daughter. She said, "How can you even write all these things on your to-do list? To-do list is supposed to have only the important things that you need to do during the day just to remind yourself." So I said, "No, it gives me it gives me happiness. It gives me satisfaction when I see all those to-do sticked <laughs> so by the time it's 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock i would have picked seven things wow it might be just lunch it might be just cooking it might be just meditation it, it could be uh, pranayama whatever it is i just put down everything that i do during the day and at the end of it uh, at uh, 10 o'clock in the night it's nice to see at least 20 things in your 25 off the list ticked. yes yeah there would be things that i uh, fail to do on a particular day but on some days you know i'll have all the to do ticked and and i can't tell you it's it's uh, inexplicable that little sense of that childish happiness <laughs> that you get you know it's like getting 100 out of 100 in math amazing yeah because now that you're saying i'm thinking yeah i've never written yeah you know exercise and yoga and and that's beautiful <laughs> if you try it <laughs> so it's quite amazing uh before we proceed further i would like to request sudhaji to sing a beautiful uh, and a peppy number one of my personal favorites mutte tarupatti tirunagai for us
I want to take you back a little bit. Uh, what has been your life-defining moment? It's difficult to say moment mm-hmm. because there have been several life-defining moments. Okay. I've stayed in the plural because uh, I believe that uh, every decade has had a life-defining moment. Right. Like when I got married, when I had ah. both the children, when both the children got married, okay. when I sang at the UN, when I started Samudaya Foundation. Yes. When I went, walked into uh, my guru, M.L. Vatsutukumari's house, and she said, yes, you can be my disciple from today. Wow. When I sat on stage for the first time to play the tampura for her, when I sat on stage the first time to sing with her, so all these are life-defining moments, aren't they? Well, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, I would say it's a collective uh, a bouquet of uh, life-defining moments. Because unless and until you cherish all these moments, uh, you will never know the journey you have traveled thus far. If you forget all of those moments, mm-hmm. no, your journey is like, uh, okay, it's been 40 years since I've lived on this earth. Right. It's been 50 years, it's been 60 years. That's not what's important. Correct. What is important is what you have done in the 50 years. Everyone lives, everyone lives. We breathe, all of us breathe. All, our, all these activities that we do, every human being does. What difference have you brought to the world? What have you done differently to make yourself feel valued? Mm-hmm. What adds to that self-esteem? What adds to that pride within you? There, ha- there always has to be pride, I would say. But it's not the pride that we call arrogance or ego. Mm-hmm. It's the pride that gives you the satisfaction and the fulfillment that you have done this much. And that pride leads you to that contented state. Beautiful. I, I like the word fulfillment and contentment. So true. So true. So true. Beautiful. Uh, your Eureka moment or your biggest satisfaction moment. I mean, I know again, there may be several, but if you had to pick one. <clears throat> when I decided I would be a mu- musician. Wow. Because there have been several, uh, you know, I'm a famous person for this to-do list. (laughs) So instead of to-do, I had a to-become. What would I be? Okay. Yeah. So I was, first it was, I wanted to be a gynecologist. Wow. And hence I, yeah, hence I studied science and I must admit that I was a very good student. Okay. Like, I would, I would be extremely good in my uh, laboratory activities, my uh, uh, dissections of the cockroach and the tadpole and the frog was impeccable. I mean, you couldn't find a single fault. If I put out the ovary system or, or the whatever, or the reproduction system of the frog right. and separated the uh, you know ovaries and the eggs and all that, you, would, you could not find a single flaw in that. Wow. Not in my, uh, you know, drawings or the writing or in my practical books. So everything, everything was, had that fizz in it, that, that finesse in it, only because I was so passionate about what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get into medicine. Wow. Well, at that point, of course, uh, I, was just, I was just a kind of a wannabe in music. And, you know, like, mm. I used to sing well at, mm-hmm. at the college uh, valedictory functions and inaugural functions. 
uh, represent my college for all the competitions. You know, nice. there's nothing that was left out. Nice. So my mm, professors kind of, you know, brainwashed me and they said, no, you should not be doing uh, medicine. You should uh, get into something that will give you a little more time for music. My God. So when I kept on saying that, I said, okay, they make sense. And also my mother was pushing me on one side towards music. So I said, maybe I'll give it, give it a try. I mean, I was not going to give up academics at any point because uh, I, had, I had it within me to do well. I mean, it was not like I'm flaunting my uh, abilities to, to be a good student. It just happened naturally, naturally. Because I was, you know, I would put in the hard work. I would want to do my, uh, I would want to see my paper written neatly, you know, all the points brought in, whether it was this or that. So according to economics, and of course, uh, uh, even then I, I wouldn't attend uh, my uh, classes very regularly because I would be called off for intercollegiate competitions and all that. Okay. But then still, you know, I would be the topper in microeconomics or macroeconomics or statistics or whatever it was. Okay. Uh, and uh, again, that sent me, set me thinking, okay, my first dream got uh, kind of aborted, got, got cancelled. So now let me try, I'm going to sit for the IAS or IFS. So oh I was in the third God. year when I thought, thought that, yeah. Wow. I said, I'm going to sit, sit in my exams, civil service exams, and then somewhere I become a diplomat and, or, you know, I had this, when you're 18 and 19, you have those stars in your eyes where you think, you know, looking at people, you want to become them. You have that sense of uh, wanting to become somebody. Correct. You always have that. Yeah. So instead of saying, telling yourself you want to be somebody, you want to become somebody like somebody. Mm. So you have those examples of your heroes and all that. And that was when this uh, Eureka moment happened that I won the scholarship uh, given by the Central Government of India. It's a cultural scholarship uh, that enables you to learn from uh, somebody very prominent, somebody like an icon or legend. Oh. They uh, financed that project. And uh, so my mother and father, they took me to MLVMA and uh, they said uh, she's applying for it. Uh, now I, I mixed up the pre and the uh, post. Now, I'm coming back, taking you one year earlier towards uh, that journey. Yes. When we applied for the scholarship, we went to her and she said, we're applying for it. Will you uh, be able to guide her? She said, yes. But uh, of course, the challenge lies in the fact that I won't be able to sit and teach her as such. Okay. She would have to grapple with uh, the learning the pratis and all of it by herself. Okay. Uh, she, she can be on, on the journey with me, but uh, I will not have the time to do it like a regular teacher, music teacher. Okay. So at that moment, you know, who thought I was going to get the scholarship? So we nodded our head like uh, robots <laughs> and then uh, came back. And then the next year when this announcement came, I didn't know what was happening. Huh. And that was really the, the, now you spoke about intersection between uh, spirituality. music and the spirituality. There was really an intersection here. Brilliant. I was at crossroads. Now, I was going to finish my third year in, uh, as Bachelor of Arts in Economics and the scholarship landed. So now, was I going to move towards the scholarship or was I going to do my master? Yeah, so was I going to do that? But then I said, okay, I'm going to do my master, but also move towards uh, taking on the scholarship. Okay. 
So I started going to MLV Amma and uh, it, it, it was a very tentative journey initially. Mm-hmm. And then the three years, two years of scholarship, official scholarship, and then they do an appraisal and uh, oh, okay. I got a, another year for my merit. Uh, so it, all in all, it was three years. Mm-hmm. And then MLV Amma spoke to me and she said, uh, you know, you really have the mm-hmm. uh, raw material that is required <laughs> for a good musician that's so nice so i mean she didn't say it in such few words she correct, spoke correct. a lot she said yeah she said yeah our nalla voice we don't your persistence uh-huh. perseverance uh-huh. the ability to learn quickly the ability to uh, have the power you know the akarshana shakti over an audience you might be singing extremely well might be an ex- extremely flawless musician but somewhere you will see that that the dynamics between the audience and you uh, you in the sense an artist doesn't work out somewhere oh okay but then you you have some power because uh, you sing uh, by then i had started to sing solo concerts to full houses oh, wow. at the music academy and other december season concerts so she said you have all of it so i think you should think of staying back with me and uh, continuing this journey and of course if it doesn't work out for some reason you can you always have your uh, economics to uh, go back to wow yeah so at the end of it all to make a long story short i did finish my masters in economics and then stayed with mlma for 13 years wow and uh, of course i think instead of saying uh, eureka moment i should say eureka moments of course yeah. but then i think the eureka moment was when i received the scholarship Amazing. So true. So, so Sudhaji, did the world lose a good gynecologist, a good budding bureaucrat, or did they gain a great musician? <laughs> That's for the world to say. <laughs> <laughs> I will pick the third one. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. It's all about it's all about choices we make, and that's so uh, you know. Yeah. really brilliant i mean i would no, think we've often heard about that right right place right time yeah. right choice no that's that's humble of you but then i don't think it's right place right time i think you also chose to go after it so your determination your discipline is won yes that i, I don't think anything can stop me i will chase anything to get it done <laughs> so some of these uh, uh, celebrities really gave me a run but then i said no i'm getting it i'm getting it i'm getting it. i'm getting there and then it would happen <laughs> and i am i'm already feeling better <laughs> after hearing you say this <laughs> because i am a non entity right <laughs> so <laughs> so nice uh, so that i want to talk about your uh, wonderful work for the foundation called samudhaya please share uh, more information about this because giving back to society is really very close to my heart as well because i i always believe that Uh, some of us or a lot of us are so privileged uh, that we should probably find an opportunity to return as much as we can yeah again it was the giving back moment like uh, i spoke earlier mm-hmm. so uh, i was singing a lot of uh, other for a lot of other causes also like right. you know multiple sclerosis mm-hmm. society of india or um, for the purpose of uh, you know garnering funds for leukemia or uh, oh, okay spastic society and other causes very worthy causes and uh, i realized that somewhere you know this itch within oneself that mm. little itch that you want 
to create something of your own so that you have the a space to take your own decisions uh what to offer where to give how to give how much to give all of that to be unconditional in your giving so i said uh, i had to wait for the moment but this even as early as 1995 this had this little thought had sprouted in my mind Mm-hmm. and then uh, it happened that the kargil war was being waged and uh, i was reading about a lot of uh, jawans and soldiers and uh, martyrs you know becoming martyrs losing their lives and uh, their families were kind of struggling to uh, find some kind of an answer okay. uh, to how they would live uh, because you know they would have left behind two small children or uh, Yeah. the white would be widowed and the central government announced that they would uh, they were going to contribute towards such families and they created a kargil defense personnel relief fund mm-hmm. and they said that people across the country could contribute towards that okay so then i said okay this is the moment so this was the eureka moment for samudai oh okay so i said i spoke to my husband i said i want to do this i want to start a foundation mm-hmm. and i feel this is the right time to do it so he said no i don't think you can because you're so uh, chasing your own concerts and running around traveling all the while you will do it for one year and then you know you just leave this behind and uh, um uh, it's it's awkward to you know begin something and uh, not be able to pursue it to its uh, towards its destination so i said no i i think i will be able to uh, hold it parallelly with me on my journey Wow. So he said, "Enema paniko." He said he was non-committed. <laughs> Then I spoke, but I didn't stop there because, as I told you, chasing is is a, is a trait that uh, I have been associated with. So I chased. I went to the auditor immediately. I said, "I want to get this done in one week." Hmm. So he said, "Okay, one week ne parvaliye, you will get a hundred G." So <laughs> then I said, I "Put out the word that I was going to perform. I was going to do a concert for the Kargil Defence Personnel Relief Fund." and whatever money came i would give it out to and send it to the center lovely and that was one of the very first times i was talking to my friends about you know giving money donating money mm-hmm. and uh, i think because it was the first i think they were very generous and very uh, reciprocative all of them gave and we were able to collect uh, 5 lakhs and i gave the whole of the 5 lakhs towards the fund that was the beginning Uh, when we formed the trust when we formed the samudaya foundation that was the first project it so happened that subsequently there were a few uh, national calamities disasters like the orissa floods yeah and uh, the gujarat earthquake mm. so again i, I sang with os arun and then you know we collected some money and i gave 3.25 lakhs to uh, the gujarat earthquake relief fund and then i realized that you know these national calamities you, you are just a small little uh yeah. a little little what can i say micro yeah. contribution in this large right. fund that they require right. so why not i uh, start looking at causes that were within <laughs> tamil nadu that were in chennai oh. that i could address nice yeah. so then we then i had this uh, cancer institute adiar mm-hmm. and then we uh, enabled heart surgeries for 100 uh, underprivileged children 
beautiful we addressed uh, yeah pediatric cancer in 100 children and then we helped uh, rebuild or renovate the dilapidated uh, building in uh, clark school for blind and deaf Oh, lovely. Uh, those were some of the causes. And then, of course, uh, muscular dystrophy. We bought uh, uh, BIPAP non-invasive ventil- ventilators and uh, wheelchairs for them, motorized wheelchairs nice. for these children. Uh, besides this, of course, we've had uh, major donors for you know creating a fund for palliative care, uh, cancer patients. So in Mali, you know, over 20 years now, we've addressed every year we would come up with uh, a different cause. Okay. And then whatever I would put out uh, an appeal towards that, mm-hmm. uh, for that cause, and people would contribute across the world. And uh, we, we would give away the check to the beneficiary in, in front of an audience. So that, you know, people came to know about what we were doing and they would also join in this. Giving is is a beautiful uh, feeling. It gives you a beautiful, happy feeling. Absolutely. On the days that we had these functions and we gave away checks of one crore or 50 Mm. lakhs or 30 lakhs, I can't tell you the happiness that we've had as a team. Talking about just so much, all the way smiling and... uh, that's feeling that you know your life is worth living you yeah. lived a worthy life yeah 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 and you know this is you're so right and this has impacted a larger community and i think that is what our lives are all about right it's not about yes me my me yes yes 100 odd yes. of kids. course now yeah yeah 100 odd kids is a lot and we had a get together for all those children who had recovered uh, completely from cancer and so cute they would come up with drawings you know with with uh, uh, me and them standing together or something like that a painting of a sunset or sunrise and it was said we made especially for you and so cute it was very nice thank you auntie and all of all of that you know those are little moments where uh, you feel okay whatever said all said and done you know these are moments that stay back with you for lifetime Absolutely. And give you that feeling of, you know, okay, I did something right. I did something purposeful, constructive, productive. Yeah. Now, I, of course, we have uh, spruced up three lakes, uh, two okay. in uh, Thiruvayaru and, uh, yeah. Nice. In one, one in Chidambaram, Thiruvannamalai, uh, with EFI, hand, well, joining hands with EFI, Environmentalist Foundation of India. Arun Krishnamurthy is at the head of that. So with, along with him, we, they have done the groundwork for all of these lakes too, so that rainwater can be harvested. Mm. So we funded them and then so we, they spruced up lakes and built, built the buns for the, around the lake and created a small island at the center of the lake so that uh, birds and you know, trees could be grown there. Uh, very, very uh, satisfying feeling to see I visited the lake when I went to Thiruviyar last year. It was very, very satisfying feeling to see the villagers, meet the villagers who lived in that particular village, and to see the lake as such. Beautiful. This is so nice. So, so nice. Um, you're doing so much. I think it's a very satisfying uh, part of the conversation with you. It's really amazing. Uh, Sudhaji, if, if people do want to reach out to help for this cause, is there a website? Is there an email ID they can write to? Would you want to share that? Yeah, 
I would have to get the email ID right. I'm not so sure about it. I, th- I know it's Samudaya. S A M U D H A A Y A. Yes, I've written that. But I'm not sure of the email ID. No problem. We'll have to check that out. So give it to yeah, me. Dot org. Or I will put yeah. it in the text later. Yeah, so they can get it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes there are a lot of people wanting to help, but they don't know where to go. Yeah, they don't know where to go. Yeah, yeah right. I've seen that when I've been speaking for causes. Awesome. Uh, my next question to you, who has inspired you, Sudhaji? Or who inspires you? Again, it's, I can't just say one person, because at different points, for different causes, different people have been instrumental in inspiring. Uh, overall, if I have to say... Uh, one person who has been there from the beginning up to this point, it's my mother, oh, Shudamini, and my guru, ML Vasantakumar Yama. Um, of course, in life as such, on the journey of life, my husband, Raghunathan. Sure. My own children have been inspirations at uh, different points. Nice. Uh, yeah, Kaushik and Malvita. And I must say, yeah, the... My son-in-law and the daughter-in-law, Urmi and Michael, they've also been very uh, supportive of a lot of things that I do, which I sometimes get flagged from the world. But still, <laughs> you know, they are very supportive. Yeah. You, they are very supportive. And they say, you know, they empower you. They give you the confidence. They instill the confidence by saying the right words. You know. At that point, I do, I'm not their mother. I become a student. I become a child who listens to somebody who's speaking sense into me. True. True. Very nice. Very good. That, that's a and lot. Of a, a, a group of friends that I have who are uh, absolutely uh, my greatest strength awesome. because they never stop to say anything, be it good or positive or <laughs> negative. If I do something uh, that's not right, which I thought was right and I did it, <laughs> they would point it out. You know, they would. That's what is real friendship all about. True. Not just saying yes to whatever you yeah. do every time. You should have the courage and you should have the freedom. There should not be any inhibition in you trying to tell your friend, you know, what you did was not right. What you spoke was not right. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah. About your Guinness book record, please tell us. Yeah, the Guinness uh, world record is really actually not my own baby. It is, uh, it, is, it is a venture. It is an endeavor where I was also part of it. I must truthfully admit that mm-hmm. uh, it was actually saxophone Janardhan who uh, had this great idea of uh, creating a Guinness record, world record for Carnatic music okay. and for Kuchipudi and Bharatanatyam. Mm-hmm. So it was like, uh, it was a long process because you need to get the grapple with the detailing and the, you know, the final aspects of how to get this done, mm. how to execute it, right. and how it can be uh, brought to a successful closure. Right. So a lot of groundwork was done by him, and uh, we had this uh, happening at uh, the Ramachandra Convention Center mm-hmm. on, in February, mm-hmm. February 2020. Uh, actually, this was de- uh, supposed to happen on uh, December 29th, 2019, Okay. But at that point of time, there was some disturbance, political disturbance, and uh, they had uh, uh, prohibited any uh, large gatherings. Oh, okay. So it, it, it got shifted to February. Mm-hmm. And we first had this uh, fanatic, uh, we had to have the largest group singing 
for three minutes or seven minutes, three songs for so many minutes. So we had this group uh, coming in from, we had lots of music students, many music teachers, some artists, okay. all together we sang. I mean, there were a few, we had no rehearsal at all. So there were certain wow. songs that, uh, yeah, certain songs which are very well known. And, you know, anybody can get into that composition. Okay. And of course, invariably, it has, it would be a Tyagaraja composition. And mm-hmm. uh, again, invariably, a Pancharatna Kriti. So we sang Yanduro Mahanubhavalu. Oh, wow. And Sri Ganapatini again, a Tyagaraja Kriti. Mm-hmm. And the first attempt was uh, declared as a failure because uh, the, the, the group, the officials who go around uh, as uh, checking the, you know, singing. Because there could be people sitting in the group, crowd, not singing. Oh, okay. So in, in a way, you create a group. You know, that, that has happened in several other uh, uh, re- attempts at records, okay. creating records. You have 700 people sitting there, but only 500 will be singing. The 200 will be physically present. Oh, okay, okay. So in this case, they had people, officials going around to check whether each one was singing and producing music. So the first attempt, they said, you know, I'm sorry, we cannot offer it to you because uh, according to the feedback from our uh, officials, we, uh, we feel that not everybody has participated in it. They say it to you in a very dignified way. Yeah, sure. So then we we were so confused. We were in. A, we knew we were in a dilemma. And then Jaradhan came up to me and said, uh, "Sudaka, only you can do this. We have to make this happen. Can you talk to the crowd?" He said. Oh. So I took up the mic and I spoke to the crowd and I said, "Because of a few of us who are not participating and singing, mm. we are going to lose the Guinness record. So I would request." that those who are not familiar with the Kritis, can you please step out? Ah, good idea. And, yeah, and then 50 of them almost stepped out. Wow. wow. Children, you know, young children and yeah. older people, they stepped out. And then I guaranteed the, you, you call this uh, Guinness, uh, I you call him something, I forget what his name. Forget his name. Okay. Uh, they have a name for themselves. Uh, so you uh, talk to the admin, admin, uh, the kind of invigilator. Yeah, in, kind of invigilator, but that's not the right word. There's a word for that. Mm-hmm. So we spoke. I spoke to him and I said, I guarantee you that now we will make it happen. You can ask your officials to go around and uh, awesome. be vigilant about what is happening. And then I spoke to the audience, uh, not audience, the participants and I told them that this is the way we have, we have to sing. This is the number of times that we will repeat each Sangati and this is how it's going to be. Oh, nice. So it took a lot of uh, effort and conviction and you know that, as I told you, I keep chasing things. So I really did that. I said, we are getting it. We have to get it. Mm-hmm. After all this effort that uh, Janathan has put in, we have to make it happen. Brilliant. So those last moments were really defining moments. And uh, after that, you know, you saw all those heads come together and Correct. you were waiting for the verdict. They said, yes, we are granting the awesome. Guinness Book. Yeah. Awesome. So the same thing happened for Kuchipudi and Bharatadati. Mm-hmm. They had it more as a lesson. 
This is uh, the world's largest lesson, band as a lesson. So it was like teachers teaching students. Correct. I guess that was much more easier because uh, even if a student was not uh, familiar with the steps, you know, if you looked at the teacher, you would be able to produce them. Yeah, you can reproduce. uh, Otherwise, or the movements. Yeah. But then I think uh, hats off to saxophone Janardhan for having made this possible for uh, Carnatic music and the field of dance. Beautiful. Beautiful. Three three records on one, the same day I had tricked was something very difficult ah. and uh, I think he made it happen. Beautiful. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you and congratulations. And before we jump into the final part of our podcast where we have a rapid fire with Sudha Raghunathan, I would like her to once again sing a last number for us, which is N.A. N.A. Sayidai in her mellifluous voice, couldn't resist it. Sudhaji, over to you. Quickly close by just asking you a, a, a few rapid fire one lines and you can choose to answer it very quickly, Sudhaji. Uh, music is? Yeah. Bliss. Wow. A musician is? Is a? Creator. Oh, that's nice. Swara is? Magic. Ah, awesome. Last one. Sudhaji, you would like to be remembered as? A good person. Wonderful. On that really glorious, humbling note, Sudhaji, I want to thank you very much for agreeing to come. I know you are busy. I know you pack a lot into your day. I really want to thank you. My regards to your family. uh, And I wish you all the very best and more success, if I may say that, uh, in your life. And a lot of power to you for all the good you are doing. Let Samudaya go to great heights. And uh, something you want to say in closing to the listeners and to me? Thank you uh, very much for the very meaningful questions, very different set of questions that uh, you put your mind uh, to ask. It's important because, you know, after you've traveled thus far and you've had uh, umpteen number of interviews, there are certain very uh, monotonous questions that one goes through. You know, it doesn't inspire you to answer them. You are anyway answering them. Yeah. Uh, but then you have to be inspired to bring out the best in you to answer certain questions. <laughs> so I found uh, some of your questions very challenging and I thank you for uh, uh, even having thought of them. Thank you. 
uh, it requires some kind of a thinking space to come out with such questions. And I think you really put some thinking in. Thank you. Thank you. So wish you all the best uh, for your future conversations or podcasts, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call them. Yes. And uh, uh, let's meet again some other time. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Let's hope we, are, we overcome this pandemic in good health and, uh, and joy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you, Sudhaji, and wish you all the very best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wish you all the best. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.